1: The Men's Room Podcast from TalkSport is proudly sponsored by Toolstation. If, like me, you love a little deal, then you can join the Toolstation Club today online, in-store or via the app, and you will save some money getting a 5% discount shopping with Toolstation, as well as a chance to get your hands on some fantastic prizes such as TVs, gaming consoles and even holidays. If you keep spending, you'll keep on saving. That's the Toolstation Club. So make sure you join today online in-store or via the app a Bosch
2: Hello everyone, I'm Adi Oladipo and welcome to a brand new TalkSport podcast, The Men's Room. Now look, in The Men's Room, anything goes within reason. We're going to talk about, you guess right, men. Masculinity, sexuality, health, fatherhood, relationships and so much more. Joining me on this wonderful journey is my co-host, Rory Jennings. How are you, Rory?
3: This is exciting, isn't it? This is exciting, It's really exciting. I mean, I'm loving, I'm loving this setup that we have. It's nice. You've done some. It's almost like a little den. You're uh, you're very good at the old uh, interior decorating. You've done a well, you've done a great job here.
2: I do try. I do try. My ex wouldn't agree, but um, no, I I'm do a, try.
3: I am a, I am a big fan. You've, you've got a great eye for it. Yeah, you're, you're like the um be Lawrence kind, Lawrence, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen <laughs> of the boxing. You're Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen of the boxing. Of world. the boxing world.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes. Without you need, their, to, without you need hair. some
3: double cuffs on soon, uh,
2: and and some hair, <laughs> and some hair. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about relationships, uh, which I think is a fantastic episode. To kick us off, just because we're on two different ends of the spectrum, you and I.
3: You're young ish free, and single. Yes, I am. I'm withered, mar- <laughs> yeah. married. And, Is that what marriage and, does? And so I'll stay away from so, marriage. Yeah, then. Knackered.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, how would you class your marriage, though? How,
3: how long has it been? Where did you meet the misses, etc., so, etc.? So we got married in twenty seventeen. Mm. We got married in 2017 uh, at Lord's Cricket Ground, the church on St. John's Wood roundabout and then across you're for the so party posh,
2: aren't you? you're so
3: aspirationally posh. so yeah. certainly uh, <laughs> not necessarily in reality. Uh, but yeah, we got married there in 2017. Uh, my daughter was born at the beginning of 2019. Mm. but yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. I've
2: did you always want to are you one of those people? you know some people do not want to get married. No interest in it. They have aspirations to get married, but they have no, like, eh, I want to get... Were you one of those that, like, I want to get married? It's my mm, thing.
3: Do you, do you know what? I've I always felt like it would happen. Mm. I always felt like, you know, you know when you're a kid and you kind of go, well, when I'm older, I'll get married. It's kind, okay, of, what okay, you, yeah, it's yeah. kind of what you do. When I'm older, I'll have a kid. When I'm yeah. older, I'll... Get a car, get a house. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, kind think, of, yeah. it's kind of like a rite of passage. I mm. certainly saw it as that. But I wasn't clucking for it. You know those mm. people, like, I, had, I had a couple of mates who at 24 were adults, yeah. men house mortgage. I wasn't that. Mm. It was a long way from that. I lived at my nan's till I was 28. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I wasn't, I wasn't a particularly mature. I'm not, I've never been mature for my, I've always been sort of slightly juvenile. Mm. Um, and no, I wasn't, I was never the first to do anything. Okay. I was always like the last one to come along. But then it, when it landed, when I met Victoria, my wife, it, it then all felt very natural and flowed mm. fairly rapidly. I suppose we met in 2013. She's my boss. She cougared
2: me. Was there any longer relationships before that? Yeah,
3: there was one longer.
0: And
2: you didn't think you want to get married to that person? Don't have to mention her name, but you never Uh, thought, okay, she's the one.
3: She was, no, probably. Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) We were we were both we were both very young. We were both very young. We went out for about ten years, but it was tempestuous. It was on and off, on and off, aggression and like you know, just in terms of Uh, volatile, volatile, relationship. Yeah, it was. It was that. It was. It was a very good relationship. I wish her really well. Mm. She had. She had a daughter. Mm. Like the whole time that we were together as well. I think I met her, and she had a sort of eighteen-month-old kid okay so So that's a lot to take on yeah yeah as a youngster as well as a youngster yeah um but no i mean she's she was a wonderful girl i look back on that time that we had together really fondly but it was never really going to end with what i have now which is Mm. sort of a stable relationship and and loving marriage
2: yeah for me with my ex and you're funny because you mentioned your relationship being a bit or the previous one being a bit you know hot-tempered sometimes Mm. mine was definitely that but i enjoyed it in a weird way
3: yeah i, I felt I think, like she tamed me because i was like very street do you think it's this do you think when you're young mm. that sort of thing is relatively engaging and exciting and almost normal mm. i couldn't think of anything worse now i couldn't think of anything worse than having a drunken argument oh. well with anyone in fact yeah. but uh. but you know sort of with with a girlfriend
2: yeah I, I towards the end of my relationship with her, like we were together 13 years, Mm. you know, and we were going to get into it. We might get her on the show one day. Who knows? (laughs) But we were together nearly 13 years. And I remember towards the end of the relationship, I would come home from work and hope she wasn't in. Uh, Thinking, you know, it's got to that stage. We're thinking, I don't want an argument. I don't want the noise and the drama Please don't let me see the lights on when I turn the corner.
3: Yeah, see that's I've that's, never yeah, I've never been in a relationship that. like that. Also, that. I think our chances of getting her on now, off the off the back of that sentence, oh, it's I just mean, taken a taken a hit. Well, there's a lot worse than that. I, think <laughs> I mean, come on. No, do you, do you know what? I've never been in a relationship like that. i potentially people have maybe I have, but mm. I'd be the one that they hoped wasn't in. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I've never I've never been like that. But I've also never been in. Would you know what I would describe my marriage as now? Go on. It's easy. Like she's my best mate, she's Aww. sensible. No, but genuinely like my, my previous girlfriend was wonderful for, for loads of things and you know a really good girl and I certainly wish her well, but nothing about the relationship with e- was easy. It was always hard work. It was always like part of that can be fun, mm. but it was always quite difficult. Is there not a part of it? How long have you been married? No. Been married since twenty seventeen. How long have you been with her? Since twenty thirteen. Okay, nine years. Yeah. It's a long time. Is
2: there be honest? Be honest. We're mm. honest with each other. Has there never been a part of you? No one's listening.
3: Has
2: <laughs> there never been a part of you that's like, wish I was single?
3: Oh, no, I've never, ever wished to be single since I've been with Victoria, genuinely. Mm. My yeah. life is so much better now. Yeah. Like my life, like she is so good for me. Everything, you know, I've got very lucky lately. Our friendship is a testament to that. This mm. podcast is a, t- a testament Works, to that. got everything well, got yeah. better. It's all because of her. Like genuinely, like my whole life elevated mm. Pretty much as we got married and as we had a child, like everything got better. She's a stable influence. She's wonderful company. She's hilarious. I, I couldn't be happier. One or thing that
2: surprises me about you and Victoria, and I feel like I know her, I've only ever seen yeah. her I think, once, but I know her so much. You're polar opposites in your views on life.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that I mean Paula Abdul sung about that though didn't she, Did she? <laughs> of, yeah. Opposites Attract do you not remember yeah, yeah. that cartoon with, the, with the, uh, yeah, yeah. the video where the cat was dancing yeah. two steps forward one step back we mm. come together because Opposites Attract no we do um, we do definitely challenge one another but I think that's quite healthy mm. I think that's quite healthy like uh, Victoria and I can walk to the polling booth and vote a different way. We'll always vote, yeah. like we. We'll, but we kind of walk down to the polling booth and effectively cancel out each other's votes. Like we do look at life in a very different way. Mm. But I think that's quite good. I think part of part of an issue that you get now is your. I think society you're not allowed to disagree with mm-hmm. each other. Like you're not allowed to be friends with people who you disagree with. And I think it's weird. I genuinely do because. Some of my best mates I disagree with on a lot of things. Like, look, we can use a, a relatively recent example. I was in Dublin recently with somebody who you obviously know, and somebody who I think some of our viewers will, will have heard of. Adam McCullough does the Stretford Paddock, Manchester United fan, very well known in the YouTube space on the kickoff and whatever. We're talking about the Europa League final. We couldn't disagree with each other more on what we want the outcome to be. Mm. And, and you know, obviously, because of the team that's playing Glasgow Rangers it comes down to loads of other things. It comes down to the way that maybe Adam views the royal family or whatever. Yeah, so, so you disagree like, yeah. on... So I was desperate for Glasgow Rangers to win that game. He was desperate for them to lose. But he's still one of my best mates. Mm. And I think that's fine. I mean, you and I can do that. And I think it's fine. But there does seem to be this thing now. What do they call it? On They call it an echo chamber, don't they? Where you basically only agree and you're only friends with people that you agree with. And what you end up with is this really weird situation in your life where I think they call it false consensus when you go, I can't believe that this happened because everyone I know doesn't think it's going to happen. That's
2: like, so interesting because, you know, when you think of relationships now, especially relationships that are formed or made from um, online dating apps. Yeah. yeah. Now, a lot of those, you're looking for someone that almost shares the same view or shares the same things or does the same thing yeah, that you want to do. Which isn't so always... So you're basically
3: saying that it doesn't really work most time. It doesn't work for me, yeah. but I don't think it... I, like Victoria, for example, if you think about if you were to write down the things that you know I'm passionate about, you're you're now one of my best mates. You know me really well. Five things I like in life: drinking, football, playing cards. Victoria has no interest in any of the above, literally none. Like Victoria could walk past Frank Lampard on the street, wouldn't have a clue who he is. Genuinely, not a clue. Yeah. And you some know, I of used her to get hobbies. Upset when
2: my ex didn't like Liverpool, d- d- yes. Yeah, and now it makes no sense. Now I think it stupid. Yeah. At the time, I was like. I'm watching
3: Liverpool, you can see how passionate it is to me, why is it not passionate to but you? But if you, if you were to go on a date, which obviously I've known you and you're not shy on the dating what are you front, talking about? if you were to do that, if the conversation started immediately around sport mm. and, a, and a girl that you were out with just immediately shut that down and went, do you know what Eddie, I like artists, do you want yeah. to talk about artists? Maybe mm-hmm. you don't have an encyclopedic knowledge on that you're not close-minded enough to kind of think, well, we can't talk about how Stephen Gerrard nearly won the league under nope. Brendan Rodgers, so what's the point of being 100%, here? hundred percent, but there
2: was a time for me when I wanted them to share the same interests,
3: which, which I don't know. But you do get the overlap as well. You'll always get... Yeah. In the Vendor... Look, I'm, I've said Victoria's not interested in... She doesn't want to go to the pub. She doesn't want to go to Stamford Bridge. She wouldn't dream of going to an away game for Chelsea. Like, wouldn't dream of it. She mm. thinks, meant, you know, she thinks it's genuinely wild. Yeah. She goes, what are you up to? On a Tuesday afternoon, I go and have an afternoon off work and I'm going to Sunderland because Chelsea are playing in the League Cup. She goes, what? <laughs> like, like, what? Do you know anyone playing? No, but they're 11 of my heroes. <laughs> they're your heroes. Have you met them? No. Well, once Maybe. What do you mean? Like, how, are, you, are you being paid for this? No, no, I'm paying a lot. Like, she just can't... See, when, when you say it like that, yeah, yeah. It's unfathomable. It makes no sense. But look, we obviously have loads of shared interests as well. Because you, what happens is you go deeper than the superficial. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't want to go to Stanford Bridge, but we bond over restaurants that we like, and we bond over various cocktails that we like. We bond over TV shows that we like, and books that we read, and whatever. So you go that level deeper. But you know that initial top line, mm-hmm. which I think is dating apps, like I was married before dating apps came out, but yeah. that top line is, I'm, I'm a football fan. I'm I'm this. I'm that. I'm I may be and C, and then the girl really has to look at that and go, I may be seeing as well, and therefore you date. But I think it's I think it's sometimes misleading. Yeah, and you're, and you're closing off an entire an entire crew, an entire uh, sector of society who you could actually bond with so much.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That's interesting you said it, because I think there's a lot of people that close off a section of society due to race as well.
3: You mean in terms of, so for example... In terms you, of
2: your preference. Yeah. In terms of your preference. So for me growing up, it was, okay, um, I'm going to get married, it's going to be to uh, a West, West African, yeah. preferably Nigerian. But
3: is that because you were sexually attracted to West African, preferably Nigerian women, or because... No, I think it's family pressure and culture because I'm still
2: attracted to you know Caucasian women I'm still attracted to Asian ladies but I think my culture I think most Nigerian guys it's almost like you're forced down that road of you have to marry a Nigerian
3: so if you were to marry a white girl so someone I grew up with from Kilburn High Road white, probably Irish ancestry mm. if, they, if she's from that area. It won't be easy getting through the family. Say your family. Say, think about your your immediates, your brother. Yeah, brother. You coming to that wedding? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think okay. everyone's
2: coming but I do think in my head I'm thinking okay, the conversation to the parents or to the, to the wider family mm. is going to be difficult. Yeah. So I think most people almost section themselves into, especially within Africa, most people will date yeah. not just an African but date someone from Specific. their country. Specific. And it gets so crazy in Nigeria where you're dating someone from your village or in that right. area
3: and does that translate to when people come to say say, the Nigerian community of London yeah do you still try oh 100% when I met
2: my ex the first thing my mum said Nigerian? was she Nigerian yeah was my first thing my mum said was what's her surname
3: right that was the first oh, what, to, question to see if she knows so any, immediately, any aunties just or from the
2: surname yeah. she knew what area of Nigeria she was right right and she was like oh okay oh what's said yeah that's her surname <laughs> and um, my mum was like oh good The ding I okay, saw okay, my mum's okay, eyes okay. light up yeah like, yeah
3: wow you know he's not bringing a Jamaican would you, would you conform to that now no
2: right no uh, I think I was almost and I wanted to as well from a cultural standpoint I don't mind yeah. it but now having been through that relationship and the pressures that it brings
3: I can it, see why on so some level way. though because you're going to connect with people who you have a cultural link to yeah and and that can I don't necessarily think it's always through race because I could be culturally linked I think it's quite dangerous
2: to, to do if like myself and even my ex we're British we're brought we're born we're you know brought up here yeah so we yes we can connect with each other but we can connect with millions of people as well
3: yeah but you didn't, but now obviously you've you've had your moments but now you would date anybody really? yeah I think now I'd be open to dating people 100% from outside my race well, from from my very you know it's a straw poll of one here but my limited experience I've been married once mm. I've I'm married I'm I'm f- from the city passionate about being from the city a proud Londoner and never ever envisaged me not living in central London mm. like I saw people with an 0208 phone number when I was a kid as being from the sticks yeah. like you're from where Acton sod that like you know West End kids <laughs> my wife yeah. is so countryside like mm. she doesn't really get London you know you know in, like she she thinks London's beautiful and she loves having easy access and she loves coming into London she loves you know she works in Soho mm. But in terms of sort of living and the drudgery and the busyness and the hassle, she doesn't get it at all. But what I would say is from from my experience of doing this, I think it's great to have somebody with like differing yeah. opinions of it. Because otherwise you're just marrying yourself. How That's
2: close do you? Exactly. It. I think you're marrying yourself. And I remember thinking as I was going to get married. And, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, I didn't. I remember thinking I'm marrying a whole family here, which is, Mm. I don't get me wrong, it's a good thing, but I thought we are marrying each other. Yeah. And we're going to be on top of each other and your mum, your dad, and we're all like one. Yeah. And there was no separation. But you
3: know, but life generally, right, if you build that life and what's good about life down to like two bullet points, which is very difficult to do, but you say love, Mm. so that's the most important. And then maybe you go experiences. So marrying somebody different like which I did, look, my, my, my wife's English, mm. but she's from the northeast, mm. countryside. Like I I've got so many different experiences simply from that. Like, I know so much about cows. Genuinely, I'm not i I'm not joking. About what? Like cows. Like cows, cows. cows like, like cows that stand like moo cows. cows yeah, like yeah, yeah. I know so much about them. Like I could tell you so much about I know the difference between a Hereford and a Herdwick. I know Herdwick's a sheep. I've done myself a disservice here, right? <laughs> but I, genuinely, I know uh, I, I know loads about cows, yeah. more than I should know about yeah. cows. And that's I coming from for, your missus. It's coming for, yeah, I've been on holiday to the Lake District. I know Lake District, like back of my hand. Mm. I had no interest in going to the Lake District. Every holiday for me would have been, do you want to go to Ibiza? Do you want to go to Marbella? Maybe Dubai, New York. Like that, that would be my experience. So if we would you have met
2: you 15 years ago, yeah, would you be telling yourself 15 years ago, the best thing about you right now is marriage? yes without a shadow of a doubt yeah
3: if you I would say not we're not so everyone. different
2: in the sense that I in a sense ran away from a wedding I decided you know what I wasn't ready for it I wasn't man enough for it I couldn't handle the stress and T- the pressure Tony on Braxton that's right <laughs> <laughs> you've always got a song for every man but generally I thought I couldn't handle it I thought I remember at the time so we had obviously we got together in London we started a business selling these type of chairs. That you're glorious! See me sitting on right now.
3: It's such a it's such an anglicised business. It's like, crazy. do you know what? I'm not. I, I don't. I hope this doesn't sort of reveal some sort of inner prejudice within me. And if it does, to anybody listening, I'm very sorry. I know. I would tell if you if I if Have I you, bought that chair yeah, and got, then it was being delivered it and yeah. it was being delivered to me. What are they called? Um, Chesterfield. Chester. Okay, Chesterfield. Presumably that means they were made in Chesterfield, yes, sir. Which is Yorkshire and mm-hmm. as old English as it gets. Mm. If I ordered that chair. I would not be expecting you with the tattoos, and the worst thing is you got me bald
2: head, beard tattoos. Well, She's a dread. <laughs> <laughs> Coming so, from Stratford, yeah, as but well. we speak. Both of us speak quite well. Yeah, yeah. So they would, you know, answer the phone and would speak, and they're surprised when they would not come through the door. Yeah. and see both of us was
3: incredible. Yeah, it's um, a, it's it is incre- truly incredible. But do you know what's what's more of an enigma about you? Mm. With me, things got going right because. I'm the stereotype in a way. I kind of married... I married a good girl. Mm. And, you know, it's like... I think Mike Skinner says says uh, something, something in his street song. He goes, look, you get the love of a good girl and you'll be sweet. And that's pretty much what happened to me. I was a little bit off the rails. I didn't really know what I was doing. Had some relatively hairy moments. And wonderful times, but some hairy moments. And then met Victoria and everything. You know, the trajectory just changed. You're quite an interesting one because you had the similar trajectory our stories aren't dissimilar mm. but there isn't the of ov- like for me, no, for the, me girl, for the girl me, did it the girl yeah, did it to me yeah me it's the
2: other side it's the, it's almost like coming away from that relationship the embarrassment of calling off a wedding which is the biggest embarrassment ever
3: did you what did you do did you like do a Rachel Green in Friends and like jump out the window or something pretty much and leave pretty did pretty you just much. run away like we've got to come on to, I think mean, we need to do a whole episode dedicated we can skim yeah.
2: over it now so in Nigeria um Everyone's getting w- ready for the wedding, and Nigerian weddings are very similar to Asian weddings, where the biggest thing in the world. Oh my
3: god! So you, people you're... have flown in. Oh, of course, it.
2: people have flown in from Nigeria to the UK. It's not I easy getting money. a visa from Nigeria to the UK. Spent money. The hall's been booked, so that's ten grand. The food, the caterers, and a couple of months before that, I'm like, you know, what? I don't want to do this. And I remember going to see her mum when I got back. Oh. That's a lie. I didn't go and see her mum. I spoke to her mum because I was too fearful. Of... I'm not sure I can chick wimped out. And her mum was very much, it's, you know, it's okay. These things happen. I'll see really? you in a couple of days, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm not marrying your daughter. And then obviously it switched. The whole conversation switched, and I was like, it's the first time I've ever felt. And it's funny because me and you were just speaking off camera about the, using the word "man up," but that's <laughs> when that's when I honestly genuinely needed a father figure around just to kind of say, okay, look, we'll deal with this. Oh my god! Because then I'm like, mum, you need to speak to her, mum. I can't deal with it. It got to that stage. Is that, that like what you did? I did. I literally yeah. put it all on
3: my mum, like mum please speak I'd to I'd be her very mum. quick to call you a coward. No, I, wasn't. no, but, no, no, no. But I don't think it is cowardly because I think it's not this, cowardly, is, this is not, like this is so flammable, not isn't it? Cowardly you need help. in terms of running away
2: from a wedding. No. sometimes but cowardly in the way in which I dealt with everyone who I've known for the best departments. Did, did you of literally run years. away? Did
3: you just jump on a plane back to London? Got on a plane. While people are still there?
2: No, no, the, the wedding was supposed to be in London. Oh right. The wedding was supposed to be in London. Right. So I got on a plane coming back to London. No wedding. I've cancelled everything. Oh. I even tried to go back to the hall because I was broke and asked for some
3: money back. <laughs> I love the. I love the finances were also fairly high on your list. Here. Yeah, so I was thinking, okay. wait a minute, I'm broke. Okay, I'm now. definitely breaking someone's heart, but I could do with a bit of a rebate. A of I
2: could do with a rebate. They yeah. said no. <laughs> what do you mean, my friends do? Went to the hall and sat in there because we we're like, what?
3: I'm paying for this. I'm paying
2: for this. <laughs> you're not. You're not using this hall for free. You're not using
3: the hall for free. We're sitting <laughs> yeah. in the hall. I'm coming to the hall, man. I've paid for it. I'm coming. But um.
2: Yeah, hardest decision ever.
3: What flipped then for you? Like, how did you? How did you go from that? Because look at you now. Look at where we are. Look at your rock lo- bottom.
2: Yeah, rock bottom. You come back and there's nothing in it. I definitely went into a bit of depression. Honestly, because you, I'm getting phone calls from everyone. I'm getting phone calls from her friends, and rightly so. Yeah. Like you effing. Blah, blah, blah. It starts nice, and then it gets bad. And then the texts come, and you got to block a few people. Yeah, it just started to get really vile. Like very. That's like it's painful. Painful, and then. um yeah, and then I hit rock bottom, and then I was like, "Okay, what can you do?"
3: You and then, but, work. see, it's, it's impressive though because you've done it with with me. The credit doesn't really lie with it to a degree. You, mm. you know, you shared a you share that it, that we managed to kind of like get back back to winning ways to a degree. But I just don't know how you managed to do it because you you're single, and then decided right, I'm going to embark on a new career. I'm going to mm. take a leap of faith yeah. into a world of YouTube where I don't really have any knowledge you know I give her a lot of credit and I
2: think she knows this now we've we've started speaking again and I remember all the things that she was saying I could do back then in terms of YouTube and broadcast and I used to laugh at like shut up when she's always said no you could do it do it yourself you could do this you could do that so she
3: does actually at the very genesis of of this journey for you she is She present. plays a massive part. It's always a girl. She plays there. a massive Mate, part. it's always a girl.
2: You know when they say girls mature faster than guys, I used to laugh at that. No, it's, it's a so quibit. It's like, all
3: nonsense. It's so it is so true. Mate, they're so they're always, at least with, with my, do you know when I think about doing something, like immediately, mm. but often rash, do you know what I have to think? I have to think, okay, I'm going to do this, but before I do it, I'm just going to find Victoria. Like you know, if somebody somebody does something like a situation, whatever. Mm. If I don't like something, I can be very snappy and not always not always correct. I basically just think I seek the counsel of my wife, and the right answer will come. Good. They get they get it right. They get it right. Would you?
2: And look, I fingers crossed. You never ever leave Victoria. Mm. You know, you've got a wonderful kid, nice big house. You make, make <laughs> making loads of money, ain't you? Um, <laughs> If you were to ever, if it were to ever come to a, a home, yeah. would you ever go on a date? No. App?
3: I think I'd, I I'd, I'd, I'd say this genuinely, right? I'd just be single. Do you know how many, if she how many can, users if, are on if, Tinder? If, can if you she, guess
2: as to me how many users are on Tinder?
3: How many users how many are on Tinder? How many people Tinder? are on Tinder right uh, now? In the UK or in worldwide? Because World it's everywhere, worldwide. isn't it? Go it's got to be, oh, mate, loads. I've 100 million. Okay, seventy-six million. million. Yeah. How many, you know what I mean that is? Yeah, seeking love. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's the journey, isn't it? It's yeah.
2: what people and me what, as a single person. I think a lot of people would assume my am I just don't. Yeah. I can't do it.
3: I wonder how many of those seventy-six million you've slept with. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, mate. I, I mean, yeah, people, people. It's the journey. I think thirty percent are married for a lot. Thirty percent are married. Thirty percent on there are married. That's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, what that, does that say? You're, you're married what does it say about people it says so a lot of people have a lot more
3: energy than I do <laughs> god that's crazy do, isn't it do you know I couldn't think of anything worse than than that you know like I mean this full full like being as candid as I can possibly be cards on the table the idea of that
2: well the idea of what meeting someone like on another
3: an you know when you hear people have other girlfriends and other lives and oh whatever, even cheating cheating or, or or kind of playing the field a bit and not mm. like having more than one I just, I honestly just don't get it. I just don't see the buzz. I don't see how. Have anyone... you never met someone though? Uh, you know,
2: it, you know. Obviously, look again. Mm. You and Victoria like that. Brock sort but of, You've never met someone that's maybe turned your eye. Like,
3: oh, hello. No, I, I, since I've been married, I honestly haven't because I don't. think I'm not, open to it. I think I, I also think I'm blind to it. Mm. Like, I've never been. I've, I was never great at yeah. the chat anyway. And I was also always convinced that nobody ever actually fancied me. I never think like you know if Correct. you know if I did like someone mm. and I was single, yeah. I'd be like oh, she, she wouldn't anyway, kind of thing. Mm. That would be my approach. You're not going to get any R's and oohs no, no, and no I, and don't, I don't need them now. I've got like, got sex on tap now, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> but no, I, I don't. I honestly don't get it. So you see that 30 percent that right. you're speaking about there, 30 percent of people on Tinder are I'm clearly unhappy. Like I remember in the first. But I don't necessarily think it's as simple as that. What I don't then? think it's a just simple. a bit
2: of a bit of
3: spice. Because I th- I think a lot of yeah yeah. I, I mean, think don't say men unhappiness. Both. Yeah. Nice no, men. You think it's men? You think thirty per well, one second? Do Tw- you think twenty nine percent? Twenty nine percent men. You think it's Are that high? Really? Higher. I wish I wish higher. there was a figure. There's that. no. There's mate. This is so men. you will be surprised. Nah, I, I would be very surprised. Yeah, yeah. I also know nothing about what I'm talking about. Yeah. but I've got three sisters. You'd be very surprised. No way. I'm not trying to
2: say they do anything. I'm just trying to say no. have conversations with other girls a lot and you'd be surprised.
3: No, there's no way that any, I'm not having that. I'm not having that married, Tinder is this hotbed of having, married you're, women you're looking you're not, you're for not, one night stands with men. That's not how the world You're, you're spins, not having man. that you've
2: got these ladies that stay at home, their men go away for business, they're bored, the men treat them like trash. You're not having that they can be Sort of, you know, coerced into doing something.
3: No, uh, I honestly don't think. That, look, I, I could, I could be proved wrong, and maybe we can find the stats for this yeah. on another episode. Yeah. But I would say that the like the lion's share by a ridiculous percentage will be men. Will be men. Yeah, men make men are bad.
2: Yeah, but men also are very stupid. They're very stupid and do silly things. They're very stupid
3: mm. and they do very silly things. And it is a silly thing. Mm. J- not, m- the majority of the majority of the time when people. Cheat on their wife or husband, they regret it, which it implies that it's a silly mistake at yeah. the time. I cheated early with my partner. Did you?
2: Yeah, early in our relationship. Yeah, when I was still very much like I met when we when I was twenty four, twenty five. I was still yeah. doing silly things with yeah. friends, and I didn't really take the relationship serious at the beginning. Yeah,
3: just, you know, just and then you know it went oh, out but It would be very different for you. It would be very different for anybody. Cheating at twenty five is very different to cheating at thirty five. And married with a child, yeah. it's a very different. It's a very different journey, I think. Mm. But I would, I would be surprised if, if there was a huge swathe of women coursing through Twitter looking for, looking for men available. I've got, I've men. got another fact for you. Yeah, Come this is up. interesting. A
2: 2016 study revealed that those who use the app tend to be less happy with their looks. However, they believed only male users suffered lower levels of self-esteem.
3: But I think I think that that might be true because my so my mate mm. is on it was he's now in a relationship with somebody that he didn't meet on the on the app, app. but he used to really make me laugh because you often see this thing like for example a man on there would have to be very careful what they say in terms of what they like mm. they'd have to be very respectful mm. but my mate used to send me these things and it would be like. Under five eleven need not apply and all that. Yes, and you can just be, you can just be out there. So I'd have no luck on there anyway. Yeah, because if if that if that's true, if if generally if the general consensus on Tinder is under five elevens need not apply, mm. just me on there, isn't it? It's me on my own. I think that could be true because people aren't people can say very negative things so about. So think fellas.
2: it's bad for? Uh, let's talk about males here for their self esteem
3: i think the, I think the app generally is very bad for self esteem because you 're only being judged on your, on your looks because it 's photographs mm. isn 't it it 's photographs and maybe a few words yeah. so like a like a social media profile mm. yeah i think i think it's i think it 's a really bad thing for society i I, I find instagram yeah. and I find Instagram, and I imagine that it 's a as a condition that's replicated on these it's, dating it's apps. It's pretty much that, isn't it? It's I think like it's Instagram. damaging, man. I, th- yeah. I genuinely do. And I think because I'm a bit older and because I'm a father and because I've got a daughter and, and because I adore my wife and see how she approaches life and it's very a lot more tender than I, I would naturally be, I do think that there's a damaging culture. You mm. know all this Instagram stuff? Mm. Everybody acting like they're billionaires. Yeah. Everybody acting like they're glamorous as anything. Yeah. Selfies and... Like, I'm Phot- so... Photoshopped photos. Yeah. I'm so anti that for my daughter. Are we just too old? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. I get called a boomer all the time. I, get, I think so. I, th- I think we probably are, yeah. No. I think young young people listening to this even me. Like,
2: I would be I'd probably be their target market, right? Forty years old, single, yeah. ready to mingle. Yeah, even disposable I would,
3: income so you could pay the upgrade yeah, or whatever. But I yeah. wouldn't
2: even want to go for Tinder. It doesn't appeal to me. I don't appeal just to uh, just the idea of swiping. The only reason why it could appeal
3: and like let's To who? Easy. It's easy, like like dating is hard, and it's effort. I know more people that use Tinder
2: as a sexual app than as a dating app. Yeah, I know people that land in a city and they're using Tinder. Do you
3: know what though? Maybe maybe you aren't a good case study here because you're a person. Firstly, you're handsome, and therefore you don't have to worry. Like no, do you know what I mean? Like you can you you're also very confident, Mm. and you're also articulate. So you can you can go out have conversations attract naturally and be in and you've got disposable income you can buy dinner you can do you can do it you're probably not a good case study to use here at all because there are people who don't have firstly the the looks secondly the confidence thirdly the articulation and fourthly the disposable income they still want to meet people Mm -hmm. but i do think it's damaging for them because you say yes and no based purely on a face it's hateful. It's, crazy, it's Hateful. Isn't it? actually, yeah. It's actually crazy. hateful. Like, I, if it wasn't virtual, it would be cruel, wouldn't it? I imagine it's how I imagine it's how Genghis Khan so would, would meet his suitors. Still, not her. Not her. Not. What's her. the best way then? Like for a single man to meet someone, is it still just? The so usual? if I was in the situation, and yeah. when I was in the situation, yeah. I would. I think face to face is essential. Mm this virtual world for it isn't for me at all and I do think it's damaging and I, and I don't think that it I don't think that it works because we spoke earlier we've kind of come full circle here finding people with your interests isn't only a good thing it isn't only good there is so much to life there are so many other opinions there are so many other places there are so many other experiences simply finding people who think the way you do I like A, B and C she likes A, B and C great, let's meet limiting Mm. is limiting and for in terms of self-esteem in terms of self-respect in terms of everything like that this is broader than simply dating apps but social media is just an abomination of (laughs) it isn't like i use it every day every day because of work Mm. and it has become so intrinsically linked to my income that i have no option but you know if i won a euro millions and I have the little fantasy of winning the Euro Millions. You know when people genuinely, what, what would you do if you won?
2: You're coming off Instagram immediately. Do you
3: know it's one of the fantasies? Like it's actually, it's actually there, yeah. yeah. Like, so some of the fan, like, yeah, I'd, I'd probably buy a, a, a nice, a nice house on the French Riviera in Antibes. I'd have a, a house in the south of France. <laughs> so I fantasise about that, but I also fantasise about deleting my Instagram profile. I actually mm. think, oh God, <laughs> if I win the lottery, it'd be great because <laughs> I'll get to buy a house and delete Instagram and mm. delete Twitter. Mm that's how damaging I yeah, think I, it is yeah. and I won't have my kid on there and I, and I love the fact that my wife my wife has it and probably goes on there once a week Adi if I'm honest with you mate, I'm addicted probably, to social media
2: it's bad it's bad I've tried, I'm to, adi- I'm I've addicted. tried to limit it. no myself, you're
3: worse yeah. than me I remember, you know when we were in America I'm worse than you I was like frustrated yeah, but I'm worse with than you because I'm single so I'm on there yeah, maybe. and I'm looking at Instagram almost look like but it's but mate listen to how damaging maybe this is for you To people who don't know this, listening, Addy and I went to the States fairly recently. We went to the Super Bowl and obviously we spent loads of time together. We had a wonderful time and had a fantastic company, but there was a big issue that used to drive me mad. We'd go out for dinner and I'd be having a conversation with Addy and the conversation would go kind of me to him. He wouldn't quite hear it because his eyes are glued to the phone. And it it was a thing where I had to go, mate, I can't talk to you until you put the phone down.
2: Is that damaging our relationship?
3: Yeah, I mean, not, not long-term, not irreparably, mm-hmm. but at the time it was annoying. Yeah, of course yeah, it was. Yeah. But but bearing in mind, I didn't have my phone in my hand and I've just admitted to being totally addicted to social media. I don't know what you're playing at. If you're if I'm telling you to put the phone down, you've got problems. It's actually not as bad as that.
4: No. It's not as bad, no. Just, it's just when you're it's just, just when you're boring, you. company. You're, you're boring. Yeah, yeah. You're boring. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know... It's a reflection on, reflection on the company. On you. It's your fault.
2: <laughs> um, but you know, the weirdest thing for me is, and maybe that's probably why I have been single since the ex yeah. and that was like four years ago i'm like i actually don't know mate, where the right place years. is four years ago yeah
3: that's that's way more recent than i thought really i thought we were talking about a story a decade ago oh
2: no no four years ago wait yeah four years i left nigeria in april 2018
3: mate your turnaround is amazing oh thank
0: you
2: isn't it it's not bad
3: it's not bad. Okay, we need to have that conversation as well. The journey of Adi Oladipo. I need to hear more about that. There is a
2: YouTube video about it. Feel free to go to my social media. Always <laughs>
3: <laughs> getting it in. Well played. Plug, plug. But mate, I do think, uh, I do think that that whole. I miss world... being in a
2: relationship though. Do you? Oh, immensely. This single world is nonsense for me. I just don't have the time for it. I don't have the time for yeah the pretense of it all. Well, like I do, I do the agree The idea of getting dressed up all the time, having a fresh trim and going out and drinking and spending fresh money. Trim? Got to trim the beard. Oh. And spending money. <laughs> how dare
1: you? That's got to be trimmed as well. The
3: bald head's got to be trimmed as well. Spending money yeah. I don't really have. Well, I haven't had a fresh trim since <laughs> 1986. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I agree. Because you know all the best things about my day. Mm. Do, you know what, do you know ultimately what I do every day? Mm. I basically, I fly into London, I do, I have a busy life, I do loads, but the priority is get home, get back to my house, see my kid before she goes to bed and watch some TV and have dinner with my wife. That's basically the be all and end all of my day. Mm -hmm. And I know that you don't have that, but I couldn't quite imagine what the motivation is if you haven't got that so yeah. I do understand what you're saying yeah. but other pe- other people by the way they would go oh, go go to the missus and you get to go out and
2: yeah no one's ever happy I don't think so but you are I prefer oh mate I prefer f- so much watch. I think you're a lot happier than me
3: what fundamentally
2: fundamentally yeah I feel like you've got it all sorted I feel like I'm still trying to plug holes and fill gaps yeah mm. because I don't have that that emotional side from a female do you not revel in the dating.
3: Do you not find? No, I
2: absolutely can't stand it.
3: Aside from the moment, like China, I'm trying to see it from your. What p- it is? I just go purely on looks. When we were in I'm the states, I'm going purely on looks. When we were in the states, oh, we're yeah, sitting yeah, on that oh. rooftop bar. <laughs> I, I hope we can discuss. We can. It's this. okay. Yeah, yeah. We're sitting I'm a on single the rooftop man, bar. It's okay. Yeah. Do you not find? Do you not potentially pity me in this situation? We're sitting at the top of this glorious bar in the in the downtown LA. of LA. Mm-hmm. And these two very attractive girls come in. I went, hi, nice to meet you. I'm going to bed. See you later. (laughs) And you went, hi, nice to meet you. What would you like to drink? Do you not find... Are you not pitying me there? Because a lot of people listening to this will definitely prefer your... Role in this story and the ending of this story, in fact, yeah,
2: but rather my, than my role in this, story. my role in that story cost me about $500. Yeah, but you've got loads of money. Well, you yeah, made it, okay. yeah. I'm okay. Your role was, you know, <laughs> a bed and probably a phone call from the missus. Yeah, yeah. My, my, it's fun, it's fun for a couple of hours and that's exciting, but then you know, the realization is I'm in LA and what we're going to do here? Bit yeah. hanky panky, then
3: what? Actually, I think most people listening to this will think that. If if they had to pick a role there, mm. Batman and Robin. You're Batman. on Robin. Mm. So I've gone. Hey, lovely to meet you. Have a lovely night. Really, really, uh, really uh, enjoy yourself. Tada! Mm. Most people would rather be you. I would rather be you.
2: Maybe I, I would have done. Be me. I've
3: done me for a four years. Times, yeah. yeah, it's yeah,
2: yeah. been four years and it's fun and I've done me and enough's enough. Time for a bit of fun now. You're ready for this uh you heard us talk about our lives for now um interesting victoria <laughs> we've heard mentioned i didn't even mention my ex's name demi let's give her some respect eh? demi demi you know her surname you'll Paul hear more you. from her soon you might see her as well a bit soon all right it's now time to hear about yours we've been on the hunt to get some stories from our listeners and they did not disappoint rory are you ready for this all right let's talk about this one this is from ben uh this might be slightly strange but on a first day i always like to go to ikea my thinking is if we can cope with the stress of Ikea, followed by a nice chat over the meatballs, their meatballs are pretty good, then there is every possibility we can make it work.
3: This is horrific. Ikea. This is horrific. It's awful, isn't No, it? I mean, not the Ikea. The Do meatballs. not try and romance in Ikea. Surely that first date, it's imperative no, that you he's get right it though. If
2: on. you can get through Ikea, all the drama, all the nonsense, the pencils, the yellow bag, if you can get through all of that and still at the end of it be okay, then there might be hope.
3: If she is prepared to go to a first date to IKEA, I'd say she's not worth seeing. Really? Yeah. Like, nobody wins here. Like, Ben shouldn't be proposing it, and the girl shouldn't be accepting it. Like, there is no... IKEA is a chore.
2: Mm. A date is a gift. You know, it's a weird first date. Cinema that used to be your banker it, you when probably, you're a kid, though. You probably call it pictures because when, you, when you're a kid, <laughs> yeah, when
3: no, but when you're a youngster, when you're 16, 15, you've got nowhere else to go, yeah, you can't go to the pub, you can't, you've got no money, it was cinema. relatively cheap. cinema Now, that yeah, it's a yeah.
2: weird one because n- neither of you are speaking. Yeah,
3: no. I but went to a weird one. I, remember, I, to I went to Titanic on a date. I remember. I went to Titanic. Good Choice Leonardo DiCaprio Kate Winslet. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, went to. I oh, uh, you won. You've won that date. Yeah, the cinema yeah. in Finchley Road in the O2 Centre. I remember. I, I remember that everything you ran about that. Right? No, no, not her. My, okay. I was much younger then. Oh, okay, okay. This was a girl from uh, Kendall Rise called Natalie. Hello, Natalie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right,
2: next one from Joel. Uh, I'm not proud of this, but I met a girl once, and honestly thought she was the one. After a year, I decided to take her home to meet my family. I'd never done this before, so this was a big step for me. This couldn't have gone more wrong. As we go inside, the girl takes just one look at my younger brother, turns and bolts straight back out the door.
3: Oh, God, I know where this is going.
2: Turns out my younger brother was also in a relationship with this girl, and they had been together for a number of months. I didn't go after her, and we never spoke again.
3: Oh, my God. can't happen, by the way. She's crazy. can't happen. No, but she's This girl is crazy.
2: What for? I thought you said one second. I well, thought she's embarking did, I on thought you two. You
3: said that girls don't do this. I mean, she's, the said, I said no. I, I gave you one percent, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, she's the one. I gave you one percent. One percent. I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah. I just don't know how people do it. Like you know, the juggle, the energy. I was talking. I'm obviously not naming fun, him. Fun. Here. It's the buzz. I'm obviously not naming anybody here. Yeah. But a friend of both of ours mm. was recently talking to me about the situation that they had, mm. and he's a funny dude. You're making me think of funny but friends. The mean, amount though. of effort that he goes to it it blew my mind the amount of juggling to keep multiple people in the dark and multiple people happy mm. I just honestly don't know how you do it I don't know how people have the energy it's almost I, I, on some perverse level I kind of find it quite quite in- inspiring to inspiring. have the ability and and drive and energy because it must take like keeping one household happy is no, but you're talking about properly cheating it. So you're talking about you know, yeah, having split lives. lives. Yeah, oh no, no, that's ridiculous. Mm. I'm just talking about the guy that lives at home with his missus. No, but this girl's got two lives because she's got two boyfriends that think they're the boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, she sounds awful. Like she She also somebody far more clever uh, and and uh, intelligent than me will have to diagnose this. But it also sounds insane. Don't you think? Don't you think that's mental? no two boy. no you think it's cool no I just think it happens I think it happens a but lot. but does it happen do. is it not is it not the I think it's is it not me. the behaviour of a lunatic yes it's a lunatic it's a nutty move mm. two just pick your favourite man it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like your football team isn't it just yeah, pick yeah. your favourite and, no, and pick it. your favourite and devote your life to it
2: alright next one this is from Scott I'm someone who normally doesn't get much attention who wrote this what Scott <laughs> <It's had laughs> the, the attention I get on Tinder seems to be mostly from very odd characters <laughs> The strange interaction I've had was recently (laughs) when a woman offered to buy me trainers in return for an intimate video. I've not been on the app since. Let's read that again. One second.
3: No, don't. don't. The strangest
2: interaction I've had recently was when a woman offered to buy me trainers in return for an intimate video. I've not been on the app since. What? Give me the trainers.
3: What? But you're going to have to do something lewd on the web. Not on the web. Yeah, on but the way. Privately send her a video. Yeah, but that, that, you never heard you of never a screen record. What are they? Are you, are you open to that? I'm, I'm, I'm open. Mate, there's some I'm terrible open. things like that, you know. That's crazy, mate. That's you crazier heard of, things uh, uh, than that. You're aware of OnlyFans? Yes, I am. You know how much money can be yeah, made? Yeah, do of you fun? know my friends on it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she, she's, she's been very candid with me. I mean, we could bring her on here one day. That'd be fantastic. We, how we much do you think she's making? She told me. I'm not, you, I am I, you know I won't say it. She yeah. can yeah. tell you. Right. But it's Is more it? than me and you combined. Combined? Yeah. Yeah, wow. honestly. She's bought herself a house mm. in a really affluent part of London. A house. Like, think about think yeah. about the cost think of, living, the cost in of London. living in London and I won't say the area but you know the south west London pocket yeah. that is very beautiful and yeah. very sought after she bought herself a house mm. yeah I mean it's it's literally yeah, thousands, as a whole, pounds, thousands and yeah. thousands of pounds a day it's mental it's mental what is but it? she does speak very openly about it so she may, she may come on we and have this chat we and have it this it chat with us
2: yeah because I'd love to know how someone could want to be in a relationship with someone that's on OnlyFans
3: she I believe again she'll have to tell us but I think she actually lost her relationship because of it yeah yeah. she was in a relationship it's almost like those people that are in a relationships with porn stars I've always wondered do you know I met one a porn star I met a, a I met both I mm-hmm. met a porn star mm-hmm. and I met the husband how did you know she was a porn star no she's a famous porn star she's the story goes know you famous famous know I do stars. the true Geordie yeah yeah okay I was he was into he's had a porn star on the website mm. sorry he's had a porn star on the podcast I had... They were filming after I was filming. So I'd done my show. The show ended. She's turned up with the husband. I was, like, transfixed at how weird Mm. and pathetic he must be as a man. You know, like, I was just like, you are not a man. (laughs) How can you be okay with everything? Because also, you know, like, you know, like, the levels of porn. (laughs) Yeah, like there's, there's a spectrum in there. There's like, there's porn, and then there's like, porn. <laughs> I saw a video from this girl. <laughs> oh my god, I, mate! It actually like disturbed I just me. It I was just distressing.
2: Wouldn't, you wouldn't, as a normal
3: dude, be able to no compete, mate. Yeah. Uh, no, whoa, whoa, I care about competing. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't do that. You know, if there's ever, mm. and I, and this is how I feel about sex generally you know if there's like more than two penises in the room I'm out I'm out I ain't like there is I I'm. I never ever want to see an erect penis that isn't my own and I don't massively want to see my own but I have no choice (laughs) (laughs) this girl there was like 10 in the room Uh, and I met the fella and the fella's just like hey man like American I'm just looking at him I was like bro crazy you are mental crazy you know I want to end this conversation on it's a question it's a tough one yeah, you ready? I'm ready. I'm me. I'm geared up. I'm poised. What would you do if Victoria ever cheated? I would go crazy. I would go out. Uh, yeah, I would be uncontrolled. Would you guys be together? Steve? No, fuck. Okay. No, no <laughs> abs- absolutely not. But neither was she. Yeah. she. She, would adopt this very similar. Role. I really? would be. I would be. Yeah, I would be horrific. my, 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 my view on life. I view the world like. People viewed the world in 1958. <laughs> you are like that, yeah. by the way. You do know that. Then. Yeah, I, out I, here it's 2022 here, but my house is 1958. Okay, and no, I bet she would be exactly the same. Okay, she would. She would not. She's a very liberal person, mm. but not, not insane. What about? I'm pushing the boundaries here now. You again? Go on. No mate, I like Go how for it. Go started for Putting it. Your,
2: your hair free. I mean, go on. Your free hair. Yeah. Testing <laughs> out a little bit. What if you found you're speaking to someone? So not cheating. Well, that might be classed as cheating.
3: It would, depend on the, it would depend on the words. It would okay. depend on what was being said. Okay. But no, but but you can cheat without, you, you can cheat without, without sleeping. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if she did that, again, the relationship would be over. And she knows that. And she would be exactly the same about me.
2: Mm.
3: But yeah, the zero tolerance. You? I think I could. Could you?
2: I think I could. You pathetic, man. I think I could. Remember, I'm, I'm not in Yeah, I'm in 2022. Well, you
3: could forgive that.
2: I think another, I could. You know what it is? You know, you, know, you know what it is, cock. I think. I think it's because, not the physical. Oh, not the fi- not No, physical. sorry. Couldn't, right. Couldn't forgive the figures physical. Not the physical. Yeah, but I could forgive the non-physical, the conversation. I think I could. Because I, I, to be honest... For,
3: hang on. Is there not an argument for this? Go on. The non-physical... Could be worse. Because it's emotional. Mm. There is something, there is something sort of more, less invested in sex. Oh, look, I, I'm saying nothing's okay. Mm. Nothing. But there is something less in, there is less investment in sex. It happened, I was drunk. Yeah, but I don't know. I saw that like when they... A connection, connection. Texting each other while you're sitting there watching the telly. She's texting another... ah.
2: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: The Men's Room Podcast on TalkSport is proudly sponsored by Toolstation. This is your little reminder that you can join the Toolstation Club today online, in-store, or via the app. You might be thinking, why would I sign up? But I'm glad you asked. At Toolstation, if you keep spending, you keep on saving. Signing up means that not only will you get a lovely 5% discount shopping with Toolstation, but there are thousands of prizes to be won. So that's the Toolstation Club. So make sure you join today online, in-store or via the app.
2: All right, now you've heard us chat about all this relationship stuff. It is time now to get someone who really knows what they're talking about. Uh, Lucy Beresford, a psychotherapist and relationship expert. She joins us right now. Lucy, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you very, very much. Um, What is a relationship expert? What does that entail?
0: Well, I studied psychotherapy and all of my clinical work is around working with people one-to-one. And that means that I'm really exploring the relationships that they have in the world. So I've got 22 years of experience of that and I'm a human being, so I have <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> relationships myself, not just you know, sexual and intimate ones, but relationships uh, with colleagues and pets and school children and classmates and what have you. So in many ways, we're all relationship experts, but we worry that we're not. We always worry that everybody else knows so much more than we do and sometimes it just takes one other person to say something and you think that's what i've been thinking that's what i've always suspected so the chances are you know more than i do
2: i i doubt that very much i really do Uh, you know you only think of specifically relationships and sort of um the way like social media is now played a part and apps being involved in relationships dating apps how have you noticed a change in relationships over the last sort of say 15 to 20 years
0: the biggest observation is uh, a heightened anxiety, I think. Social media does a number of things. It gives you the impression that everyone else is having a great relationship because that's invariably the only thing that they post. So if you're sitting there and you're single or you're heartbroken or you're in a very difficult relationship, you're being presented, perhaps even bombarded with messages and updates that might reinforce this sense that everybody else is having a great time and you're not. I think there's also another element to it, which is that social media has often made certain elements of cheating a bit easier. And we call this sometimes micro-cheating. So if you were in a relationship with someone who was always liking other people's photos, particularly photos maybe taken by people that they might conceivably be romantically interested in, that could really exacerbate any kind of jealousies or insecurities that you might have. So my worry about social media is that as amazing as it is, and you and I are both on Twitter and we use social media a lot, but actually it can really intensify whatever insecurities already exist. They make them more apparent, more florid and harder to deal with. And that's why sometimes actually what I say to couples is, just switch your phones off more regularly than you do because you're not going to be bombarded with this extra information that you've got to process in addition to dealing with your relationship
3: do you think Lucy that it's now more difficult to meet somebody because of social media like in in theory it's something that makes it easier you know tinder makes life easier to meet people but i think that because of because of uh, its availability it makes it very difficult because there's so much choice out there
0: absolutely it it makes it easier to connect in one way I mean you can go on a dating app and start a conversation five minutes later whereas in the past you would have to get dressed up get on the tube go into a pub <laughs> walk, into a, walk into that pub on your own or go to a party or go to a wedding or go into the office and start you know fancying somebody on the other in the other cubicle to you but I think social media makes it both very easy to make very superficial connections, but it makes it harder to make deeper connections. And, and we do run that risk of thinking, well, if this doesn't work, you know, there are not more plenty more fish in the sea, but zillions more fish in the mm-hmm. sea. Cause I could be on an app and I might start chatting to someone who lives in South America or they live in, you know, um, in Japan and, and that's still possible. And I might end up having a long-term relationship, but Am I making a real connection? Now, for some people, actually, the thought of going to a party or striking up a conversation in a bar or even getting to know somebody that you might be working with, I mean, obviously, some workplaces discourage that, but it is the fact that quite a lot of people do meet their future partners in the workplace. If you could actually spend time chatting online to someone first and reveal a little bit about you and a little bit find out a little bit more about them, then maybe actually that would uh, so solve a lot of problems for people. It might make dating, dating easier. But I always say it doesn't really matter what you do online. It really matters how the relationship progresses uh, once you meet in real life. And, of course, with social media, you can dump someone by text. You can ghost them by blocking them on Instagram. There are some pretty cruel ways in which social media can really – um, exacerbate some of the problems that that dating already has inherently within it, but it just happens in the blink of an eye.
2: Uh, Lucy we were talking about Tinder. Obviously, that seems to be the sort of the number one dating app that everyone knows. And there was a crazy stat on there about thirty percent of the users on Tinder are married. So I guess the next question would be: Do these apps sort of encourage infidelity? Are they are they kind of open to let people go on there or people jumping on there thinking, you know what, regardless of my situation, I'm still going to go and use these apps.
0: Yes. I mean, I think it's fair to say that infidelity did exist before social media. (laughs) That's a funny wrinkle of human activity, which is that a lot of people become dissatisfied with the relationships that they're in. And obviously, there are also married dating websites like Ashley Madison, for example, that that cater to a particular demographic, that want to be a little bit more transparent about the fact that they are in a primary relationship, but they want something else. But absolutely, the problem with any kind of dating encounter is that, and in fact, this could happen in any relationship, a a sort of work relationship or a clinical relationship, you've got no guarantee that somebody is being truthful, that someone is being completely transparent with you. And therefore, just because it's very easy to meet somebody on Tinder, you should always take as much care as if you had met somebody at a wedding. So, you know, you might meet someone at a wedding and think, well, they must be okay because my friend invited them to their wedding. So then, you know, I've got that kind of corroborative effect that they must be okay. But that's not necessarily the case. You must always be always protect yourself in all sorts of ways, whether that's obviously in terms of contraception or just being a bit streetwise, that just because you're meeting someone, if it seems too good to be true, that maybe that's because it is.
2: What would you say, is there still sort of a place, like a number one place you think to meet someone? You know, like we mentioned sort of 30 years ago, you could just maybe go into the pub or through the workforce. Is that still the best way? Or, or do you think that these apps are catching up, that people are now finding love on these apps? Or do you still think it's kind of, you know, for a friend, you know, at the workplace where you, you maybe get to know them before you jump into a relationship with them? Is there a number one that stands out?
0: Well, that's a really interesting question, because I have a, I have several friends who are extremely happily married, having met online, uh, and they've been married for six, seven Eight years, you know, we're not talking just recently and therefore we don't know what's going to happen. And it worked for them. And in one particular case, the website was mysinglefriend.com. And I was the friend that kind of presented my friend. Uh, but I remember that for him, because he was at a certain age in his life, he had almost made it his mission. Instead of saying, I need to change my job and I get my CV sorted out and this is my ambition, it was like, I need to be in a relationship. But for other people, I know that they find the whole... um, they hold, They find the fact that everybody who's on the app is looking for a relationship quite intimidating. It, it feels everyone is kind of like an Exocet missile, heat seeking you out, zoning. And they've got their special questions and they've got the chat, and it doesn't feel quite so organic. And for those people, the preferences to be in a queue. I mean, I, it happened actually to me last night. I was. Um, in a queue for the um, recording of a live podcast. And therefore, everybody in the queue was interested in the topic. And people were just sparking up conversations mm. because everybody was there with one passion in mind. You know, they either like film or they like the hosts or they uh, were quite keen to to see a podcast recorded. Whatever it was, you were suddenly surrounded by people who've got a like-minded interest. And the conversation was a little bit more organic and it flowed a bit more freely. And, and as a result, people prefer that. Some people prefer that because it feels, um, it, it goes at a pace that they can assimilate and it doesn't go too quickly. But for other people, dating sites work really well because what they want, they want that quick fix. Different people take relationships at a different pace and therefore there's no one size fits all thankfully
3: do you think that would be the piece of, of advice then lucy if you were thinking about trying to partner with somebody somebody that were going to inspire you and you were finding the dating world fairly uh fairly difficult to navigate get amongst people where you have a similar interest if you had to give one piece of advice say to Addie who's desperately searching for love would that be how you would uh, do your best to find it
0: I I would say, take the pressure off. And instead of saying, got to go on as many dates as possible, got to meet as many women or men as possible. um, It is about saying, what do I want? Who do I want to be? Where do I show up as my best self? Is it when I go, is it when I do my Cordon Bleu cooking at home? Is it when I'm watching a movie? Is it when I'm listening to my favorite band? Is it when I go bell ringing? Put yourself in those spaces as much as possible partly because then you will just have really lovely experiences. Oh, I'm doing this thing I really love. I love cooking. I love listening to music. I love reading about current affairs. And as, as a result, you show up as your best self. And the, and the, the energy suddenly changes. You're no longer this desperate person on the hunt. This is my own perspective. You're not that desperate person looking for something. You're showing up for yourself. You're showing up and loving yourself first. And it's amazing how other people will find you. Other people will find you when you are in that different zone, that different energy, which is not to say that you won't find someone online. It's just about making sure that the energy matches. Do I really want to be with this person because they bring out the best in me rather than because I'm just terrified of being alone?
2: Uh, final question, Lucy, Really appreciate you coming on. As I said, you know that phrase "never go back." Like everyone says that once you've split up with an ex, like, never go back. It's almost like it's, it's a no entry uh, zone. Um, would you kind of, kind of would you kind of give that phrase sort of its like its own point, or, or would you say you know you can go back sometimes? And if you can go back, what advice would you give to someone that wants to go back? This is, this is not me, by the way. This is just hypothetical. <laughs> we just, just, no, no, put just... Put it, it this there. way,
3: Lucy. No. It's one of us and I'm married.
0: We've
3: got a couple of producers in the room. It could be them as well.
0: Exactly. It could be Lucy, <laughs> the other Lucy. Um, I'm going to be very honest and say that my views have changed on this. Ooh. I used to be very much of the view. And I still think that this can be the case in most situations, which is that they're an ex for a reason. Something happened, whether it was an ongoing thing or an abrupt betrayal, that actually there is a reason why they became an ex. And perhaps moving on is about taking responsibility for yourself and treating yourself with respect. But actually relationships are very complicated things. And sometimes you can form a connection with someone and it's just too important and the work isn't done and going back to them might not mean that you'll be with them forever and ever but there may be some unfinished business just tread carefully and obviously if it was an abusive relationship and you are unable and one is unable to let go of that because it's just triggering old wounds and you can't break free that is clearly a different situation if you're in a coercively controlling relationship do your best to surround yourself with enough people to say you're worth more than this time to step on. But I do think that in a way you never want to lie on your deathbed and say, I wonder if, I wonder if I tried, if I just put myself out there one more time, even if I just, you know, that, that lovely scene in Love Actually, which is, is, I think is a really great film, even though it ends up being, people's worst film but there is that moment where he stands in front of her and says say it's carol singers but what if you were to go to the person that you really still love and just say i just want to ask you one more time is it possible at least you'll know at least you'll know
4: this is
3: this if is she has any sense she say absolutely not i'm, I'm on a plane <laughs> to nigeria right now
2: this is fantastic <laughs> stuff this is what i needed to hear from you lucy Great. I'm not listening to Rory and his views. I'm listening to the relationship experts. And that was poetry. That was poetry. Okay. Uh, Lucy, honestly, we can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been great to hear from you and your viewpoints as well. Um, some good stuff there. Some really good stuff. This is It's a difficult world to navigate, relationships. And I Very
0: think difficult. it's about remembering that sometimes there is no right answer that we just can only ever do. The best we can. And, and I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that we beg and I'm not suggesting that we diminish ourselves and demean ourselves in order to kind of turn ourselves into a pretzel to fit the other person. But sometimes you just have to say, what do I want? I want to give it one last shot. And, or I want to, I want to walk away now and give myself the chance of a new life. Whatever your choice is, ultimately i'm not going to judge you rory's not going to judge you other people listening to this podcast just remember this isn't about judging it's just about being led by the heart don't be led by fear be led by love
2: you are very very good (laughs) i i honestly you really are Uh, lucy again thank you so much uh look thank you so much as well for joining us remember um you can listen to us all the time we've got some really great episodes coming up as well make sure you download our podcast from wherever you download your podcast from whether it be spotify or apple and make sure you follow us as well
1: Tool Station are the proud sponsors of the men's room podcast on talk sport join the Tool Station club today online in store or via the app and you will save some money getting a 5 percent discount shopping with talk Station as well as a chance to get your hands on some fantastic prizes, such as TVs, gaming consoles, and even holidays. If all that isn't enough, then remember, if you sign up, then you will get loads of exclusive discounts that aren't available anywhere else. That's the Tool Station Club, so make sure you join today, online, in-store, or via the app. Hold
4: up.